We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bear Down Ballers podcast here on the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall. I'm joined, as always, by Jordan Pollock. Jordan, how was your Thanksgiving? How are you doing today? It's good. It's it, it was a it was a really good time just spending time with family, watching tons of football and basketball. And and yeah, I'm ready to ready to jump in for post uh, feast week games. Yeah, well. We're going to get into, as I mentioned kind of last week, it's weird. Arizona kind of has a football schedule the next three mm-hmm. weeks. You know, they only play once a week, every Saturday that for the next three. This week they play Colgate coming up this Saturday. We'll get into that a little later. But something we haven't talked about on this show here this year is the Arizona Wildcats players in the NBA. I wanted to check in and get your take on how you think some of them have been faring in the NBA. Who has stuck out for you, has, you know, either made improvement or just, you know, has looked like a star or just any of the above? Who who has made that that impact for you? Gotcha. I think an improvement guy that I've noticed a lot has been with Josh Green. And and I don't think it's a surprise that that he's, I think, in his third or fourth year in the NBA now, and he's starting to get a little bit more minutes. He's on a good team, and so that's that's a really awesome thing for him as he's getting role player minutes. He's he's one of the first uh, guards off the bench down there in Dallas, and his splits have been pretty pretty solid. He's averaging about twenty four minutes a game, uh, six six point seven points per game, uh, third on the team in steals at just under a steal per game. Um, he's he's been super solid for what the Mavs need because they have two two elite scorers and elite ball handlers and Kyrie and Luca, and so they kind of just bring him off the bench to just kind of help give those guys spot minutes and defend. And he's been playing really well in that role for them, I think, overall at the the start of this year. And I think Dallas is sitting in fourth fourth in the in the West, so they've yeah. been they've been playing pretty well with him. Yeah, Josh Green. Even kind of dating back to last year, at the end of last season, he started to get more minutes. And mm-hmm. he's kind of just an impact glue type guy. Whenever he's in the game, he seems like he makes the right play. And his, you mentioned his shooting. 
that's a thing that was an area of concern when he left Arizona, <laughs> you know, as his three point shooting wasn't great yet, but he's about 37% right now, which is pretty good um, in the NBA. So it continues to improve and he continues to just make impacts in different ways. You know, it might not always be scoring, but you know, like you said, he's a really good defender right now. And he, he does steal the ball at a high rate, you know, Pat, he, he's an improved passer. That's something that I've noticed mm-hmm. from him. And in that Dallas offense and in that team, he's not asked to be, you know, a 10, 15, 20 point scorer, but in his role, he's excelling. And it's just good to see because I, I did worry a little bit out of Arizona when he left, how he would find his role because right away he the first i believe year or two he he relatively got no minutes mm-hmm. you know in the nba and now he's finding a role and that role uh, that glue guy type position in the nba is worth a lot of money and guys like that stick around for a very long time but jordan the guy to me i know he's statistically he's doing the best but it, he really is just continuing to improve every year. That's Laurie marketing for the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz. You know, he was an all-star last year. To me, he was last, also a starter last yeah, year. Yeah, and, and to me, the whole season last year, he probably was minimum top 12 player at least. He was mm-hmm. excellent. This year, he's back at it again, and his numbers look incredible. 24 mm-hmm. points, 9 rebounds. And he's almost at that 50-40-90, that historic club. He's Right now, he's at 48% from the field, 38% from three, 84% from the free throw line. So he is just continues to tread, tread upward and just continues to improve his game. What have you seen from him this year? Yeah, I, I agree. He's been playing on a completely different level than kind of what we saw with him with Cleveland. I think a lot of that, um, was just challenging for him of trying to figure out what his role is and what he was being asked of. But like another thing though, like the this Utah Jazz team is like not good. They're at six and thirteen right now, and so it's kind of hard to gauge, especially with like good players on bad teams. Of if you put him on like a lot better team, like and he's going to be asked to have a very different role. His well, like what? How how good is he going to be in that role? And so that's that's kind of a challenging thing with a, with a lot of the NBA, but in his role, like for a bad team, he's been playing really well. Yeah. And yeah, good. There's a lot of good players or good performing players on bad teams. Mm -hmm. They don't a lot of times get noticed or talked a lot about, but last year he kind of broke that mold when, like you said, he was an awesome starter and it seemed like he's, I mean, just a guy that's, uh, I, he's about a seven footer, and just to do what he can do, he's uh, he's very close to an elite shooter at, right now. Mm-hmm. And he just affects the game in so many ways. And, yeah, it's just an example of a guy like I, I, I talk about all the time is NBA, not just the NBA, but all basketball. It's all about opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. when he's been given more opportunities in this jazz offense. Yeah, they might not be the best team, but they do have a good young core around them some veterans on the squad and they're, they're, they're competitive a lot of nights. Yeah. They're, they're not getting the job done a lot, but he's proven to be 
you know, an elite player in this league. So it's just great to see. Is there is there anyone else in, in the NBA that you, you've had your eye on? Yeah, I think one guy that's also kind of like on a bad team that has not been performing really well, I think that's been interesting kind of to watch is DeAndre Ayton, a former no- number one pick out of Arizona, I think from 2015, 2016, right around there. I think it might be um, 2017. Oh, wow, even later. Um, he's been in the league for quite a few years, um, played pretty much all of his career in Phoenix outside of this year after the big blockbuster trade with uh, Damian Lillard. He ended up in Portland. Um, I think there was a lot of hype, and and I think he kind of put it even on himself about about how he was going to perform and be this huge guy. And I would say to those expectations, it's probably been very much of a letdown so far. But he's played like a very like sneaky, like good season. Like I think it's very comparable to seasons in past. He's the starting center for, for the Blazers right now. And, and I know the Robert Williams injury is probably paying, playing a big role in how many minutes he's getting. He's getting about 31 minutes a game, averaging 13 and 10, a true double, double, um, 59 true shooting percentage. He doesn't really take any threes, but, from a guy that pretty much stays in the post and does like to shoot his mid-ranges, I don't feel like that's terrible. He's shooting fifth fifth most shots on the team. He's he he's a good he's a good center and I think I've I've always kind of put him in that category of like being in the good, like in the middle of like the good to great, like not elite. Like that last contract he got with the Suns, like I thought that was one of the worst decisions they made because there's a there's a big gap between like Embiid, Jokic, um, AD. Some people wouldn't put AD in the five position, but I put those guys at elite. And then there's a gap, and then he's he's like in the next tier, like somewhere somewhere like probably closer to the top. But there is a significant gap, and I I never thought he was really worth the contract of those elite guys. And so he's he's had a good year, probably still not really worth what his contract is is said but for kind of the young bad blazers he's he's been playing solid so yeah i i've always liked andre and dating back to arizona mm-hmm. i liked his potential going to the suns and it seemed like everyone always wanted to see more just simply based on that he was the number one pick because yeah. when you're the number one pick you're not expected to just be you know a double double guy you're not just expected to be a good player the expectations, mm. you know, are up here is to be a star player, a guy that gets, you know, not not closer to 10 and 10, but closer to 25 and 10. That That's what a number one overall pick is expected. That's but but mm. to me, I, I totally agree to right now. He is still I, I believe he's a probably a top 10 center in the NBA still. Yeah, which agreed. is which is still, I mean, that's nothing to scoff at. That's a great accomplishment, and that's a great spot to be. Yeah, that doesn't mean the contract, but still, a lot of times contracts are given out in the NBA based on how old you are and what they think you project to be because he still is only probably 25 years old, maybe, if I had to guess off the top of my head. So he's not that old. So teams are still not giving up hope that he can get there and he can still improve. And, and, and really the, the thing that he, everyone's been talking about is just improving on the offensive end. 
You know, he's never shown that he could be a go-to guy, a guy that you can give to in the post and, and he can, you know, work the defender down low and get you a basket. He's not that guy, but, or a guy that can catch lobs for, for that. But yeah, I, I think he also, something that people don't talk about with Aiden is he's also been put into some difficult situations. He's been put on teams. Yeah, it might be great to be on a team with a couple other superstars, but when you're on the team with a bunch of other stars, your role just gets smaller and smaller. And, that, and that, that's really hard for also a guy who, you know, they were bad for a couple years. Obviously, they got the number one overall pick, the Suns. But short after, you know, Booker started to develop and then, you know, they just started to keep getting better. So, it, yeah, I think all in all, I think Aiton this year, I think he's been good. And, yeah, I think he's going to be in this league for a long time. And he's a solid center. I, I still fully haven't given out hope that he can develop his offensive game a little bit. But I, I think it's safe to say he's not going to be a superstar. But I think he, yeah. can, he can get up to the 15 to 17 point mark at, at some point, maybe. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I think that's a great point to make on, on just kind of the team you're with and expectations in the team and even, even expectations around the team. Cause you said like the last few years, like playing with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, he was with KD last year. Like those are guys that are trying to get 20 plus a game. And so your offensive role is going to, is going to significantly be less and that's noise inside the building as well as outside the building. And so now he's in a weird spot to where the Trailblazers have uh, Scoot Henderson, a top top three pick, supposed to be like take over for Dame, supposed to be like the next coming of Dame basically for the city and get everything going. Shaden Sharp has been a young guy that, that the Trailblazers want a lot out of. So these are young guys that, in the building and outside of the building, like, hey, we want these guys to get the shots. We want these guys to get the scoring. And so that's those are definitely really hard things to kind of, like, deal with when you're trying to figure out your role, especially with a brand-new team and and how you kind of fit into that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I totally agree um, with that. Is there anyone else in the NBA that you, you wanted to touch we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sean, before we move on. Um, I would say Matherin also, I feel like kind of fits into maybe the Josh, Gr- or not the Josh, yeah, the Josh Green kind of setting of, He's a good role player, scores a lot more than Josh, which we kind of knew that coming coming out of Arizona. He's going to score a lot, but that's like a good to bad team. But Tyrese Halliburton is just so good that it's hard to look past him on that team. Yeah, he gets but most Mathurin, of the shots. Exactly, exactly. And, and dude, he scores, dude. It's it's crazy it's crazy how Tyrese Halliburton went to barely playing on the Kings like two three years ago to now he's like top, easily top five point guard in the East I would consider him the dude has a funky shot but it goes in man and and that team's just fun to watch um, I remember a few weeks ago the Bucks played them on a Wednesday night and Halliburton and Matherin were just going crazy from three. Yeah. And I was just like, this is insane, bro. So Matherin ha- has, has had a very good year um, uh, scoring the ball well and just super athletic, playing with good defense. And that's that's kind of the other last Arizona guy, I would say, in the NBA that I've seen that's been playing pretty well. Yeah, M- M- Matherin has been good this year. He hasn't taken a step back. I mean, last year he did average 16 as a rookie, I mm-hmm. believe. This year he's at just about the 13-point mark per game. His shooting splits are pretty similar to last season. But, yeah, I think that has to do with just Tyrese Halliburton going from a guy who last year was like a Chris Paul-type point guard. You know, he would he would more often than not look for others and, yeah. and, and get his assists. But he really just is his shooting this season his and he's just so much more aggressive on offense mm-hmm. and obviously like you said when it, when a guy's when it's a guy like Hal Burns going like that that guy needs to take the shot so Matt sure. will, will get his looks eventually I still think he's going to be a star in this league at some point and and he and he will develop more as you guys know by now we've partnered with betmgm sportsbook for this college basketball season we're going to be using betmgm lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season and we are going to have special offers for you the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68 each and every week during the season if you haven't signed up with betmgm yet use the bonus code field 1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. But Jordan, I wanted to move on and talk before we get into our preview for Arizona versus Colgate this Saturday. I wanted to 
talk about threats to Arizona in the Pac-12. Who can test Arizona this year? At the beginning of the season, I thought that the Pac-12 looked a little weaker. And, you know, Arizona is 6-0. The two teams in second are Colorado and USC are two of the teams that are have two losses, 5-2. and two. Um, do, do those teams kind of scary or do you think those teams can kind of test Arizona this year because USC they've looked good they got two elite guards already in Isaiah Collier five-star talent Boogie Ellis veteran and then the news came just a couple of days ago Bronny <laughs> James is making his long-awaited return after um kind of a, a heart issue there but yeah what do you think about this landscape in the Pac-12 yeah, first of all, I just want to say it's super exciting for Bronny and the James family. I know that was that was a tragic thing. I think he suffered from cardiac arrest over the summers, having some heart problems. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome to see that he's recovered super well and, and is already ready to play uh, going into conference play. So um, definitely an answer to prayers for, for him and his family. Um, I think it's still really early, to be honest. Like a lot of these teams that are like, right behind like in the five and two mark i don't think they've really played much of anybody i think the only team that actually still jumps out to me is ucla and that's just because of their close uh losses in maui to to marquette and gonzaga which marquette marquette's a top four team in the country marquette marquette's insane with tyler kolek and and just what shaka smart has done over there has been been phenomenal and how how great a defense they play and so I think there's a lot of questions around UCLA going into the year with replacing a lot of their guys. And they've they've been the most consistent that I've seen out of this group of teams right right after Arizona that's played well against top-tier talent. Um, I know you mentioned USC, really their only big win against a power or a, a major major conference team was Kansas State the first game of the year. There's some crazy highlights and highlight dunks from that game I remember. But Kansas State also lost a lot of guys from their, I think it was the Elite Eight run they had last year. And so it's still really early. There hasn't been a ton of, like, great marquee wins. Like, I would argue that Arizona's probably had three better ones than anybody else has had in the Pac-12. Yeah, already. 100%. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah no, no, no one can keep up with Arizona's resume, not just in the Pac-12, but in the country. But, yeah, I think – I mentioned UCLA or USC first in Colorado, just because I think I know it is early, but I think those teams project long term throughout the end of the season. UCLA, they have ta- they have more young players than any of those teams in the mm-hmm. in the conference. Um, and it, as we know, it's hard to win with young guys. They'll they'll find their way, but I'm more confident in you know USC is going to have. I mean, I think Bronny James. It, it's great. To, it's great that he's be- going to be back here in the next week or two hopefully i i'm really high on him i think his ability to kind of run an offense and i think he's an elite playmaker it's just going to be weird and not weird but it it's going to be a learning curve for him isaiah collier and boogie ellis to all kind of fit in together because i think in the end that should be and hopefully their best you know three guard lineup there at yeah. USC and Isaiah Collier, he's been the best freshman in the country this year. He's averaging 18 points. He's looked incredible. Boogie Ellis is averaging 21 on 48% shooting from three point land, which is 
just crazy. But I, I think Colorado, to me, is a close second just because they have so many, I feel like, veteran, good players on this team. You know, they got Tristan De Silva, who's a senior, he's averaging 15-5. and five. Then you got K.J. Simpson, former Arizona commit. He's been unbelievable this year, 20 points a game on 40% from uh, three-point range. And then, you know, they do have a talented five-star freshman in Cody Williams, who's been up and down this year, still averaging 13. So, yeah, I think those two have the most complete rosters, not just right now, but projecting to the end of the season. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and and I think one thing just in the sports world that we can also kind of get caught in the middle of is is looking at teams and trying to look at similar matchups of like, hey, this team beat this team and this team like lost to this team, but this team beat this team. So like, and it's funny also in the sports world, like people have diagrams of like, hey, we beat them and they beat them, they beat them, they beat them. So technically we beat Alabama or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And so yeah, it can be true, tricky because – because, like, especially in college basketball, like, anything can happen in the game. That's one thing why March Madness is is such a pinnacle in the sports world because it's just a one-off game. Anything can happen. And so and so I'll say that, especially the last year of, of playing Pac-12 play, I think some of, some of these games will be dogfights for Arizona. And some of the teams are just going to play – they're going to play up to Arizona. And, and it's going to depend on whether Arizona plays – to the standard that they've been playing it over the last few years, or if they play down to the level of, of the teams they're playing against. But, but I, I, I don't, I don't see Arizona like winning the conference with like two weeks to play. I'll say that. I don't think it'll be a cakewalk by any means, but I still do think they'll win um, the regular season. But the, a lot of these teams are going to play really well against Arizona and, and it's going to be a super exciting year. I still think UCLA is probably my top one to compete against them throughout the year. And just because of how, how young they are and, and just how great of a coach uh, Cronin is. I really respect him and what he's done there over the last, last few years that he's been there. Um, but yeah, that's what I'd say yeah. about, about conference play going forward. Yeah, they UCLA always gives Arizona problems. Always great games. It seems like that's always the biggest matchup in the Pac-12. And yeah, like you said, this is the last year of the Pac-12 as we know it. And yeah, I think it's I think Arizona still is a level above all of these teams we're mentioning. To me, 
right now and I think throughout the year I I don't think I still think yeah I think Arizona at their best is better than UCLA at their best and better at USC and Colorado and all these other teams so uh, yeah that, that's how I kind of feel about this conference but like you know Arizona is going to drop a couple in conference play it always happens even the last couple of years it seems like they look unbeatable and then they go to Utah and lose or you know they lose or Arizona game. State throws yeah. a half quarter in yeah. the KL or or that you know so the the unknown always happens but this weekend Arizona does have a game feels like they haven't played in forever they're going to have you know uh about nine days in between the games from when they played on Thanksgiving. They're playing a three and three Colgate team. The game is at 3 p.m. It's going to be airing on Pac-12 Network. The game's at McCall, of course. And Colgate's been up and down this year. They've lost to Syracuse, Harvard, Yale, uh, you know, and they're, they're kind of just struggle to score the ball. Only 66 points per game for them. And they only and they shoot it pretty poorly, about thirty percent from deep. What do you kind of see in this game? And and do you think this is kind of more of a tune-up game when looking ahead to Arizona's schedule? Because the two weeks after this, they play two talented teams from the Big Ten. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think it was probably purposely done to look like a tune-up game. Um, and that's just because Colgate over the last few years has, has been really elite and in the, um, in their conference of the Patriot league, like they've won their conference for the last five years. And that one year being, they lost like by three points in the, in the championship game of the tournament. I think that was the year 2021 that they did. Um, and four, four tournament appearances over the last five years, um, they haven't made it past the first round. But they they have had some touch mat tough matchups over the few, over those years. I I I think it could be like somewhat competitive, um, just because Colgate is is well coached. They're usually they do a good job of like developing guys. Like it's not like they just start fresh every year. They kind of split up their classes pretty well, so they always have upperclassmen that are a majority of their main guys. I think they only have like one or two guys that aren't on the team this year that were like leading in minutes and points last year. So it, it could be competitive. I, I don't know, especially with mid majors, like especially some of the mid major powers that you have. Sometimes you never know, but I expect Arizona to win this game. Um, probably there's no lines out yet, but I'd probably give them like 10, 15 point spread. But you, you like like we were just saying, you never know. It's college basketball, but I, I do expect Arizona to get a win against um, a team that we still really don't know a ton about. I know they've had Syracuse, I think, is really the only major team that they've played so far, and they're going through a ton of changes after losing Bayheim, and they look very different. So we'll, we'll see. I, I expect Arizona to get a win, though. Yeah I, yeah, I was thinking around 10 points for Arizona to get the job done in this game. I, I think this is a game where I think Arizona could be up by a lot. Colgate comes back a little bit towards the end, but Arizona pulls away. I'd be <laughs> shocked if Colgate does give them a lot of trouble just because, you know, Arizona, I think they're averaging at this point 
like over 90 points a game here and their offense is elite their defense is elite and they're just hard to beat for anyone but jordan any final thoughts before we go today no, I'm 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 excited to finally get some Arizona basketball after waiting for nine days. But I'm I'm happy the players got a little bit of time off after playing on Thanksgiving to kind of just chill and I'm sure they were able to get a day or two off to visit with family and stuff. Yeah, well, I want to thank everybody for watching and listening, downloading the podcast today. You can follow us on X at Bear Down AZ Pod. You can follow the field of 68 also on X. And we'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.